Let's take a moment to reflect on the characteristics that define who we are. As we listen to Elder Robert D. Hales explain how the characteristics of Jesus Christ relate together in a powerful way. Many people hear the word disciple and think it means only follower. But genuine discipleship is a state of being. This suggests more than studying and applying a list of individual attributes. Disciples live so that the characteristics of Christ are woven into the fiber of their beings as into a spiritual tapestry. Listen to Apostle Peter's invitation to become a disciple of the Savior. Giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue, knowledge, to knowledge, temperance, and to temperance, patience, and to patience, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity. As you can see, weaving the spiritual tapestry of personal discipleship requires more than a single thread. In the Savior's day, there were many who claimed to be righteous in one or another aspect of their lives. They practice what I have called selective obedience. For example, they kept the commandment to refrain from work on the Sabbath, yet criticized the Savior for healing on that holy day. They gave alms to the poor, but only offered their excess what they did not need for themselves. Such men and women may focus on mastering a specific attribute or action, but do not necessarily become as he is in their hearts. Of this Jesus declared, Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. The attributes of the Savior, as we perceive them, are not a script to be followed or a list to be checked off. They are interwoven characteristics, added one to another, which develop in us in interactive ways. In other words, we can obtain one Christ-like characteristic without also obtaining and influence others. As one characteristic becomes strong, so do many more. So Peter explains, add to your faith virtue. This virtue is more than sexual purity. It is a cleanliness and holiness in mind and body. Virtue is also a power. As we faithfully live the gospel, we will have power to be virtuous in every thought, feeling, and action. Peter continues, add to your virtue knowledge. As we live virtuous lives, we come to know our Heavenly Father and His Son in a special way. If any man will do the Father's will, he shall know of the doctrine. This knowledge is personal testimony, born from personal experience. By our virtuous living, we make the journey from I believe to the glorious destination of I know. Peter exhorts us to add to knowledge temperance and to temperance patience. 
as temperate disciples. We live the gospel in a balanced and steady way. We do not run faster than we have strength. Day by day, we move forward, undeterred by the refining challenges of mortality. Being temperate in this way, we develop patience and trust in the Lord. We were able to rely on His design for our lives, even though we cannot see it with our own natural eyes. Therefore, we can be still and know that He is God. This patience, Peter teaches, leads us to godliness. As the Father is patient with us, His children, we become patient with one another and ourselves. From the temperance to patience, and from patience to godliness, our natures change. We gain brotherly kindness that is a hallmark of all true disciples. Like the Good Samaritan, we cross the road to minister to whomever is in need, even if they are not within our circle. I testify that the efforts we make to become disciples of our Savior are truly added upon until we are possessed of His love. That was an excerpt from Elder Robert D. Hales's talk, Becoming a Disciple of Our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for taking a moment to reflect with us here on BYU Radio.